بھی پر مدینے کی رہتے ہیں ہم فلک پر مگر ناز کرتے ہیں ہم زمیں پر مدینے کی رہتے ہیں ہم فلک پر مگر ناز کرتے ہیں ہم نہ پوچھو کہ کیا ہے ہمارا شرف جوار محمد میرے ہم نہ پوچھو کہ کیا ہے ہمارا شرف جوار محمد میرے ہم کرم ہے یہ مالک کا اے دوستو مدینے کی بستی میں بستے ہیں ہم کرم ہے یہ مالک کا اے دوستو مدینے کی بستی میں بستے ہیں ہم زمیں پر مدینے کی رہتے ہیں ہم فلک پر مگر ناز کرتے ہیں ہم مدینے کی نسبت ہے بھی ہو نصیب دوارات دن یہ بھی کرتے ہیں ہم شفاعت محمد کی بھی ہو نصیب دوارات دن بھی کرتے ہیں ہم زمیں پر مدینے کی رہتے ہیں ہم فلک پر مگر ناز کرتے ہیں ہم مدینے میں ہر سال ہو حاضری خدا سے یہ فریاد کرتے ہیں ہم مدینے میں ہر سال ہو حاضری خدا سے یہ فریاد کرتے ہیں ہم پسے ساکنا مدینہ مجھے نہ بھولو گزار 
پسے ساکنا نے مدینہ مجھے نہ بھولو گزارش کرتے ہیں ہم اے اختر میرے قلب و جا ہے مدینے سے گو دور رہتے ہیں ہم اے اختر میرے قلب و جا ہے مدینے سے گو دور رہتے ہیں ہم زمین پر مدینے کی رہتے ہیں ہم فلک پر مگر ناز کرتے ہیں ہم الحمد للہ الحمد للہ وقفا والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفا اما بعد فاعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ونفس وما سواها فالہمها فجورها وتقواها قد افلح من زکاها وقد خواب من دساها صدق اللہ العظیم But Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on various things in the Qur'an Sharif. There are various reasons that have been explained for this. Sometimes to highlight the importance of something. Sometimes to warn against something. So various hikmats and wisdoms of Allah Ta'ala, Allah alone knows the depth of the wisdoms. But these are aspects which Allah Ta'ala takes qasam upon. وَالشَّمْسِ وَدُحَاهَا وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا جَلَّاهَا وَالْلَيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on the, on the sun and the light of the sun then the moon and the brightness of the day and وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا صَحَاهَا This earth, how Allah Ta'ala spread this earth forth all the various things Allah Ta'ala takes qasam on that insan is being invited to ponder over all this creation and recognize the creator. But then in that same line of various aspects that are taken an oath upon, Allah Ta'ala says, وَنَفْسِوْ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Allah Ta'ala then mentions that this insan 
Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on how this insan has been created, how he has been fashioned. And then in this insan, Allah Ta'ala placed the ability, the ability to do good and the ability to choose evil if he wants. One is the creation of Allah Ta'ala, that is the angels. In the angels, there is only ability to do good. لا يعصون الله ما أمرهم ويفعلون ما يؤمرون They do not disobey Allah Ta'ala in any way. They only do what they have been commanded. They have no ability to do any wrong. But insan, insan Allah Ta'ala created the capacity, the ability to do either thing. And then gave him a choice. And this is where his whole test lies. That he has the ability to do good and if he chooses that and he goes in that direction then because this was something that he had both things, both options and he still chose to do right then he reaches a rank beyond the angels, way beyond the angels. Because they had no choice, they only could do right. And he despite having the capacity to do wrong, he didn't take that path. He chose to be obedient to Allah Ta'ala. So he goes way beyond the angels also. And simultaneously, he has the capacity, the ability to choose wrong. Because this is the test of insan. Allah Ta'ala made it possible for him to choose whatever he wants. And if he chooses the evil, he chooses the life of sin, then he goes to a point sometimes to worse than animals. In whom illa kal an'am, bal hum adal. So the insan is in the middle. If he decides to choose the path of righteousness, he'll go beyond the malaika. And Allah forbid, Allah Ta'ala describes the kuffar, that in whom illa kal an'am, bal hum adal, that they chose disbelief, they chose the life of rejecting Allah Ta'ala, they chose a life of disobeying Allah Ta'ala, the result became, in whom illa kal an'am, bal hum adal, that they are like animals, rather worse than animals. Allah Ta'ala gave insan this choice, has put both capacities in him. And then further Allah Ta'ala says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا That this nafs insani, this nafs which is inside this insan, this insan himself, his heart and soul. Just as this physical self sometimes gets sick, a person has all kinds of ailments sometimes, sometimes he's got maybe just a flu, and sometimes he's suffering from some heart disease. Sometimes maybe it's just a little bit of some headache, and sometimes it is something that requires a major operation. So this body physically gets sick. Likewise, this nafs, this roof also, various diseases afflicted. Sometimes it's the disease, for example, of takabbur, pride. Now can you imagine 
a person suffering from some severe ailment is suffering from cancer and he decides to ignore it. He decides not to treat it. So what will we say to such a person? Allah forbid if somebody is afflicted by cancer and he decides he's just going to ignore it, he's going to do nothing about it. What will be the reaction of everybody around him? That you're going to spell death. So everybody supports him, he himself is very concerned that this has to be treated without any delay. So just as this physical self gets sick sometimes and everything is done to now treat it, likewise the spiritual self gets afflicted with diseases. So now for example, takabbur and pride, this afflicted the person. Now this is a major cancer. In the case of Iblis, it became such a fatal cancer because it went to such a peak that it got him rejected forever. He was on that level where he was Muallimul Malaika. He was the teacher of the Malaika. But this Takabur dropped him so badly that he became rejected forever. So now Insan sometimes gets afflicted with this disease of Takabur. Such a dangerous disease. He gets afflicted sometimes with hasad, with jealousy. Uh, he is desiring that the good that somebody else has must be snatched away from him. And then if he doesn't see that happening, now he's even cursing the person in some way, or he's trying to harm the person in some way. Now what a major malady in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, that this hasad consumes and burns up a person's good deeds, like fire burns up dry wood. Destroys all his good deeds. Amal. But now this is a disease. Likewise, a person sometimes, malice creeps into the heart. That hatred for somebody. One is now somebody was hurt by someone. So he feels hurt. He's human. That is something which is part of human nature. He's not accountable for that emotion that he felt at that time. But then sometimes this grows into malice. And as a result of that malice, he now will try to do something to harm the person. If he can't do anything physically, he'll make his rebirth at least. And he will cut ties from the person. He'll stop making salam to him. Whereas in the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned, that to cut ties from a fellow Muslim for more than three days, then such a person is deprived of Allah Ta'ala's mercy. When great occasions come, like the 15th of Shaban, Laylatul Qadr, other great occasions, every Monday and Thursday all the a'mal of the servants are presented to Allah Ta'ala. But on these occasions, those who have cut ties from relations, cut ties from people they are close to, and not on any deeny basis, personal re- re- for personal issues, so now they've cut relationship. Allah Ta'ala says, leave these people as they are till they sort the matter out. They are deprived of the forgiveness of these great occasions. Can we imagine occasions like Laylatul Qadr, like the 15th of Shaban, 
and every week this happens. Allah Ta'ala forgives many people, but those who have cut relations, Allah Ta'ala leave them as they are. But where it stemmed from, it stemmed from this disease, this malice. Then, there are various other ailments that afflict a person. For example, shahwat, uncontrolled lust. As a result of this disease, now the person, there's no distinction of halal and haram. The halal wife Allah Ta'ala blessed him with, he's, that is something he's ignoring. And he's committing haram all over the place. Or he's looking at haram. He's engaging in other kinds of haram activities. Now, where this stemmed from? It stemmed from this disease inside. A person gets caught up in other kinds of sins because of, for example, greed having settled in the heart. Greed for dunya. Now, he can't get it in a halal way. So now he tries to take it in a haram way. Usurp somebody's property, somebody's wealth. The time of distributing inheritance. So he's not interested in what is the law of Allah Ta'ala. Say that, well, if that will was made wrong, no, no, this is how the will is, you must go according to it. So suddenly now, must go according to that what my father said. His whole life he didn't listen to his father. Now the one wrong thing his father did, that he wants to listen to. But where does, this is a result of what? This is a result of that disease in the heart. The disease of greed for dunya. So all these are diseases and many other diseases of the heart. So just as physically a person gets sick, likewise, these diseases afflict the soul. Where this stems from? فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا that capacity of evil that was left in insan, he allowed that to grow. Rather than stem that, by not choosing the wrong path, he decided to choose that. And when he chose that, all these various illnesses and diseases took root. And in time they start getting stronger and stronger, and they bring man to a point of destruction. But if he decided to choose the right path, fujuraha wa taqwaha. The capacity of taqwa has also been, the seed of taqwa has been planted in him. Now it is his job to nurture it. Capacity is there. But his job is to nurture it. And if he nurtures it, then by the effort that he will make to nurture it, what will happen? then all the good qualities will rise. Then on the one side was takabbur, tawazu will come up. This humility will become part of his first nature, not second nature. As it develops and grows, it will become part of his first nature. And the reality of this tawazu, one is the external aspects of tawazu, but the reality of this tawazu is that from within, a person truly believes that I am nothing, I am totally insignificant. 
whatever externally might be the case, in reality from within himself, this is what he believes about himself. That is the reality of Tawazun. And that will display itself on occasion. All these qualities, the good and the bad, they get exposed suddenly on the spot. The good also sometimes will just become exposed when suddenly there is a situation and suddenly we see how somebody reacted to that. And that shows what, mashallah, good qualities this person possesses. And suddenly the person is on the spot and how he reacted, that shows what is inside him, what kind of qualities are there which made him react in such a negative manner. That is why once one person, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he, this person came to testify in his presence. Umar al-Nanu said, bring a witness. Who will testify on your behalf? That you are a reliable person. So he said, well, ask somebody, anybody ready to testify on my behalf that I am a reliable witness. So one person said, yes, I can testify. So Umar asked him, on what basis you are going to testify? Are you his neighbor? You know his day and night, his coming and going, because especially in that time, and even nowadays in many cases, where small little homes, people are living next door to one another, person gets to know everything was happening in the neighbor's house. So you know him well? You his neighbor? He said, no, I'm not his neighbor. He said, well, have you had any business transactions with him? Are you his business partner, or you did some business with him, due to which you know what is his capacity of, that? does he give preference to what is correct, or how does he deal? He says, no, I'm not his, I didn't do any business with him. Have you traveled with him? He says, no, I didn't travel with him also. He says, well, you don't know him. Maybe you just know him as so-and-so, you sometimes are, probably are friends or something. But if you didn't have these dealings with him, because these dealings bring about the good, oh, it will expose the bad of a person. So he said, you can't testify on his behalf. You don't know him. He told the person, find somebody else. So when a person has now developed these qualities, so this now, this tawazu, so if this tawazu is within him in reality, where he truly believes I am insignificant, I am nobody, I am nothing, then this too will show itself in place. But this, when he gave when he worked on that capacity of good which Allah Ta'ala placed in him, then this tawazu will grow. Qasim Nanoti founder of Darulum Deoban, the principal person of that caliber, he had gone to some place and he was returning. And in those days, much of all this going and coming, sometimes a person is going somewhere 10 kilometers away, sometimes going 15 kilometers away, much of it would be on foot. Would go and come on foot, there was very little transport in any case, and if there was, sometimes it was not within a person's capacity to pay for that transport. <coughs> so a lot of long distances in our, what we call very long distances, 5-10 kilometers was a common thing, people would walk and come. So he was gone on foot, he was returning. As he's returning, he's seeing one person with a huge bundle of sugar cane. Simple person, he might have gone to his farm or field or something, and he had chopped the sugar cane, or wherever he brought it from, and now he's coming with this on his head. 
And he can see this person is battling with it. Now he must have been walking from a distance. So he's battling with it. Others asked him, as he came along walking, and came along past him, and he said to him that, should I help you? Let me help you. So, he as if he was tired, and he was battling with it, so he said, very well. He doesn't know who he is, the person next to him. So he takes this bundle and he puts it on his head. Very well, this person offered the help. So, Bismillah. Now they are walking along and they are heading towards Deoban. So As they are going along, now this person starts talking. And he says, well, I am from so and so place. And I heard there is a very great alim in this place in Deoban by the name of Mawana Qasim Nanotwi Rahmatullah So actually I am going to visit him and I brought this as a gift for him also. And so now he is talking all these things. He is keeping quiet. He is not saying anything. Why he is not saying anything now? Because if he says anything now, then this person will grab this bundle back immediately. So he carried on walking with him. And as they came closer to the town, now it's obvious that if anybody sees them, they all know him. They are going to become surprised at this situation. They'll come running to take it from him. And the secret will get exposed. So he, now to avoid that, so now right close to the town, he says to him, look now I'm tired, you also carry now. But look at this control of this nafs. If it was one of us, then we'll say, well, I did all this hard work all this while. I might as well walk into the town so people know what's my caliber. After all, all this effort now, it must pay out somewhere. So, saying this, that look, now I'm tired, you carry it now. So the person said, okay, fine. So he took it. Now, after he gave him the bundle, he said, look, I need to go quickly. And he made salam and carried on quickly. So he's no more walking with him. And he went away quickly. This person now came along after a little while. And now he's asking some people that, look, I came to visit this personality. Where is his house? So somebody directs him. Nobody knows what went on here. So finally he comes to the house, knocks on the door. So Hazrat opens the door, invites him in. So he now already has met this person. He says, oh, Assalamu alaikum, how are you, mashallah? We met earlier, yes, we met earlier. He says, no, I have come to meet so-and-so. He thought this must be some khadim in the house, some servant to somebody. So when now this came to this point, Hazrat says, Muhammad Qasim is this person's name. Now this person gets a shock. But this was the manifestation of what was inside. That it was spontaneous. Both aspects, taking this bundle from him, no airs about himself, carrying this bundle on his head for this poor person, he thought nothing about it. And then when it was a time when he could now become in the eye, as we say, and people would start now taking notice of some good deed of his, this was the level of that ikhlas and the level of that tawazu again. That I am nobody, I must not be seen to be anybody. Not trying to project oneself in any way. Not trying to make a name for oneself. So, in this very, very just 
in a very, very subtle way, he just passed his whole bundle back. That took arm tired also now, you carry also and he went away. So now when this happened, when this effort was made on the good, so فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا When this good, the capacity of good was now allowed to nurture, then now this came about, this tawazu came about. When this, on the one side was hasad, where he is now trying to harm, of waiting for the next person to be deprived of the good he has. When this good is nurtured, the quality of isar, where he is ready to forego what he has for the comfort of the next person. <coughs> he is ready to forego his own rights, just so that somebody else can benefit out of it, doesn't matter. He is ready to forego his comfort to make the next person comfortable. All the incidents of the Sahaba Ikram are in front of us. The lives of our Kabir, many incidents, we've heard many times. So all these qualities, likewise, on the one side was this greed for dunya. Now when this good was developed, then there is this eagerness for akhirat. Dunya, he's content with whatever he has. He's not chasing for, he wants to become better than the next person, and whatever he has, that has to now get doubled. And when that gets doubled, now that whole double must become quadrupled. And there is no end to that chase. He makes a moderate effort. He gives full due time to his ibadat. He doesn't compromise on his deen in any way. He has that proper family time for their deeni tarbiyat, for their dunyawi needs as well. And then in that time he makes his effort moderately. Then whatever Allah Ta'ala blesses him in that time, he makes sugar on that. If he gets an abundance, Alhamdulillah, he gets little less, Alhamdulillah. He is not 24-7, his mind and heart in dunya, and all the time working from 8 till late for dunya, and in the process, if his salah gets delayed, well, that's one of those things, and if it gets must completely, then too is one of those things. No, that's not the way he goes. He is now eager for akhirat. So because he's eager for akhirat, his heart is in the masjid. He's physically in his business, wherever he is, but his heart is in the masjid. Like the hadith that Nabi Wasallam mentions about the seven categories of people who will be given the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. Among those categories of people that are mentioned, وَرَجُلٌ قَلْبُهُ مُعَلَّقٌ بِالْمَسْجِدِ That person whose heart is attached to the masjid. Heart is in the masjid. How? That even when he is not in the masjid, but he is conscious that just now will be salah, I can't allow myself to get delayed. He is leaving from one salah and he is now already conscious of the next salah. He is leaving after Isha for home and he is already thinking about what time is Fajr. He is going to bed and he is setting his alarm well in advance so that he doesn't get delayed for his fajr in any way. So this is a person qalbuhu mu'allakun bil masjid. Unfortunately when we are in the masjid also our hearts are somewhere else outside. Our hearts are in our businesses, our occupation, in our sport, in our all kinds of futile things. And Allah forbid in our haram which we our heart is still occupied in all that so, this is the whole effort, Allah Ta'ala says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا 
Both these capacities are there. Now the effort is قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَ That person will be successful who has purified this nafs. Purified it of all these evils. But how it gets purified? So, that seed we spoke about, there is that seed of good that is planted. But he will work on the good and he will remove this evil qualities from him. But this requires an effort. It requires plowing of this land of the heart. How will this land get plowed? This is that mujahada he'll have to make. There is no get away from the mujahada. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا When he will plow this land, on the one side the weeds will now come out. When this land gets plowed, the weeds fall off. But after it's plowed now, then the capacity of growth now becomes very, very strong in it. Now you plant something very easily, it grows. But first that mujahada will have to be made. You have to pull that plow through this heart. The plow of mujahada. And then it will need, need to be watered as well. It will have to be watered with the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Watered with the company of the pious. When it will be watered with this, then very, very quickly these good qualities will grow and will stem forth and inshallah with utmost ease a person will find that these things are now developing in him. What he thought once upon a time was very, very difficult. What he thought was something beyond him. Whereas nothing is beyond us, which Allah Ta'ala has commanded us to do. But his heart didn't want to go through that mujahada. I'll do anything else, but don't ask me to take any taklif upon myself. I want to just relax. So then, person will keep relaxing his whole life and get nowhere. And Allah forbid, moth comes, now it's too late to regret. Then why didn't I make any effort? So Allah Ta'ala says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا The person who has purified this nafs, he will be successful, he is successful. And the person, dasaha, literally this is to bury something. A person destroyed something and he buried it under the ground. person who destroyed this capacity of good, then he is unsuccessful, he is a failure. Now the thing to understand in this is, that just as we understand about various a'mal, like for example that salah is farz, which it is, likewise, tawazu is also farz. It's not an optional thing. To develop tawazu, because tawazu is the opposite of takabbur. Takabbur is haram. So to develop this tawazu is farz also. Just as to fast in the month of Ramadan is farz. Likewise, it is farz to develop <coughs> this love of Allah Ta'ala. Because without this love of Allah Ta'ala, he will not make any effort to obey Allah Ta'ala and to do what Allah Ta'ala wants from him. Just as it is farz to pay zakat, likewise it is farz to develop this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, to develop this consciousness of Akhirat. And just as it is haram to drink, it is haram to have takabbur also. Just as zina is haram, 
so too is hasad haram. Just as lying is forbidden, so likewise greed for dunya is forbidden. This is not something that's an optional thing. But unfortunately, these inner qualities, the outer things anybody can see. Somebody is drinking, anybody can see. This person is drinking, all look at him with disgust. The action is indeed disgusting. But we should not be looking down upon any person. We don't know what's tomorrow. We will hate the sin, not the sinner. We'll make dua for him, make an effort on him. And Allah knows tomorrow where he could reach. But indeed, that's a disgusting act. But everybody can see that. Somebody does other external haram actions, it's visible to everybody. As a result, we regard this also as evil. We regard it as something that needs to be, if a person is involved in something, he's conscious, I need to stop this. But these inner qualities, the evil that is lurking within, this is not visible to the eye. You see somebody, you can't say this person has got so much takabur. Nobody's got the right to make that kind of claim on anybody also. But, because this is hidden within, as a result we often don't even take any care to, or rather even think that this is also a haram within me. This hasad that is lurking in me, this is as evil as for example maybe lying, or drinking, or sometimes even worse. So just as these things are haram, so too are these inner evil qualities haram. But because these are not visible, there isn't that kind of seriousness given to it. And these inner good qualities, these are also extremely essential, they are furs, but because they are hidden within a person, nobody can see whether it's there or not. So we tend to take it for granted. If I didn't achieve it, so what? Or we don't make any effort to try and achieve it. But this is what Allah Ta'ala is referring to in this ayat, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Now how is this rectified? قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا That that person is successful who has purified this. So everything Allah Ta'ala has kept a procedure for it. This also has a procedure. And this procedure Allah Ta'ala has made, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ وَكُونُوا مَعَ الصَّادِقِينَ That all you who believe, Adopt taqwa, fi Allah ta'ala. And the procedure for that is, kunu ma'as-sadiqeen, be with the truthful, with the righteous. <coughs> be with those who have acquired this taqwa. And not just for any, just many times, it's the objective in that too becomes dunya. And I'll get barkat in my wealth. I'll get barkat in my business. So then we've tried to make deen into dunya. Barkat will come. The object is this purification of this inner self. This is one of the functions of nubuat. Allah Ta'ala mentions the various functions of nubuat in the Quran Sharif. In several places. <coughs> that the four functions of nubuat that Nabi Sallallahu was tasked with. One was, Yatlu alihim ayatihim. Nabi Sallallahu would recite the ayat of the Quran Sharif. This was referring to Dawud. Recite the ayat and invite them by means of the ayat of the Quran Sharif. And وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ He would purify them. 
Nabi Sallallahu was tasked with purifying the hearts of the Sahaba Ikram. Where do we fit in the equation? How far are we and how much more effort we would need? And then, وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ And he taught them the Qur'an and the hikmah, the wisdom, the hadith, the sunnah. So out of these four functions of Nubuwad, one is this aspect of tazkiyah, this purification of the inner self. Call it tasawwuf, call it suluk, call it tazkiyah. Unfortunately, because the many people have added so many different baseless things into tasawwuf and smeared its name, otherwise this tasawwuf is nothing but this tazkiyah, this correct tasawwuf is nothing but this tazkiyah that is referred to in the Qur'an Sharif. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَ And the crux of this tazkiyah simply is the removal of all these evil qualities and bringing in all the good qualities in us. And this is the procedure that Allah Ta'ala has created for it. So this is something to give importance to, to give it the due attention that is required, not to take it as something by the way, because life is just moving and before we know it this life will be gone Allah forbid as we discussed after Tarawih Salah sometimes some sins some evil qualities in a person which he didn't make an effort to rectify he just went on without any concern somebody has got some problem in his life somebody else some other problem but there was no concern to rectify it Allah forbid these things become a barrier from the kalima at the time of death so these are things to make a conscious effort on, to make an effort on that salah, that that five times salah comes in our life in the way that is required of us. With jama'ah, trying to bring that complete khushu and khudu in the salah, coming there before time, trying to fulfill all the adab and etiquettes, and then trying to even make the nawafil, unfortunately nowadays even the sunnat muakkada is something that is taken for granted, sometimes it's done, sometimes not done. Whereas the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala requires that a person does even more. He does the nawafil as well. Likewise, all the other faraiz and wajibat and sunnat and actions, we develop that and make an effort to remove all these evils from our hearts. Then inshallah, we are insan, we will falter, we will fall, but we provided that we are making a constant effort in the correct manner, then with the fazl of Allah Ta'ala, we will reach the destination. And if in that process life suddenly came to an end, but a person was constant in his effort, he didn't shirk in what he was supposed to do, that in that last moment Allah Ta'ala will fulfill whatever the requirement is and take him inshallah on complete taqwa. But the requirement from us is to make the proper effort in the proper manner. Not a half measured effort or without fulfilling the correct procedures. The proper effort in the proper manner. Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah. La ilaha illallah. محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا 
يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهم لا اله الا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آبو گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیفا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ 
محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم اللهم لك الحمد اللهم لك الحمد اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت الاعز الاكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا انك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه ان الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق واعمالنا من الرياء والسنتنا من الكذب واعيننا من الخيانه فانك تعلم خائنه الاعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم اجعل اعمالنا خالصه لوجهك ولا تجعل فيها حظا لغيرك اللهم لا تؤمنا مكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تهتك عنا سترك ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم الف بين قلوبنا اللهم الف بين قلوبنا اللهم الف بين قلوبنا واصلح ذات بيننا واهدنا سبل السلام ونجنا من الظلمات الى النور وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وبارك لنا في اسماعنا وابصارنا وقواتنا ما احييتنا اله العالمين يا الله most merciful Allah most gracious most kind most loving Allah اله العالمين يا الله الله فوجيبس يا الله الله فوجيبس يا الله Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah forgive all our major and minor sins ya Allah Allah forgive everything we've done deliberately and mistakenly ya Allah Ilahu alalamin ya Allah ya Allah you have said ya Allah wa amma as-sa'ila fala tanhar don't chase the bigger away Ilahu alalamin we have come as big as to your door ya Allah Ilahu alalamin we have come as big as to your door ya Allah Ilahu alalamin the begging bowl that you have put along with our hands ya Allah we have raised this begging bowl to you alone ya Allah Ilahu alalamin ya Allah Ya Allah you will definitely ya Allah answer our begging ya Allah Ilahu alalamin forgive us ya Allah 
Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, shower down your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Shower down your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering of the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give hidayat to the oppressors also, Ya Allah. If hidayat is not decreed for them, Ya Allah, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those a'mal that bring down your rahmat. Allah. Allah, save us and the entire ummah from those amal that bring down your azad, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, we are very weak, Ya Allah. We are extremely weak, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, without your help we can do nothing, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, we are all the time dependent on your assistance and help, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we need depend on your help to stay away from every haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are dependent on your help to do every good, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, you shower down your tawfiq upon us, Ya Allah. Shower down your tawfiq upon us, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform that kind of salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to make zikr and dua daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save us from every haram, Ya Allah. Save us from all the sins and vices, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, make us hate sin, Ya Allah. Make us hate sin like we hate filth, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from the sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Make the tazkiyah of our hearts, Ya Allah. Out of your fuzzle and rahmat, make the tazkiyah of our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts from all the evils, Ya Allah. Remove the pride, the jealousy, the malice, the arrogance, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Remove all the evil qualities, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, remove the love of dunya, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allahumma rzuqna hubbak. وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم اجعل حبك أحب إلينا من أنفسنا وأهلينا ومن الماء البارد إله العالمين يا الله make your love more beloved to us than our own selves يا الله than our families يا الله then cold water on a hot day ya Allah ilahul alamin let your love be most beloved to us than everything ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah all the pain and hardship and suffering he undertook so that deen could reach us ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah we are showing showing no consideration for all his sacrifices ya Allah ya Allah the sacrifices he made at Taif ya Allah ya Allah what kind of difficulties and hardships he was put through ya Allah ya Allah he was bleeding from head to toe ya Allah Allah, today we have shown no consideration for his Mubarak blood, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, he was stoned, Ya Allah. But we showed no consideration for that sacrifice he made, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, in Uhad, his Mubarak deed remained shaheed, Ya Allah. But today we got no consideration for that sacrifice that Nabi Islam made, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. He saw his Sahaba being mercilessly martyred, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we forgot about all this, Ya Allah. All we remembered was our entertainment, Ya Allah. All we remembered was our sports, Ya Allah. All we remembered was our fun, Ya Allah. All we remembered was the merry-making, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we forgot the deen of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Allah. We forgot to make an effort for his deen, that deen which he made so much of effort for, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all we were worried about is our pleasures and comforts, Ya Allah. We forgot about the hardships Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made, so that deen could reach everyone, Ya Allah. We left his sunnah also, Ya Allah. We left his Mubarak way of life also, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, he remembered us all the time, Ya Allah. We are remembering the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. 
We are forgetting his way, ya Allah. We forgot and left his sunnah, ya Allah. Ya Allah, what major crimes we have committed, ya Allah. Ya Allah, but today in your house, ya Allah, on this Mubarak night, ya Allah, we are making tawbah from all the wrongs, ya Allah. We are making tawbah for having forgotten Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ya Allah. We are making tawbah for having forsaken his sunnah, ya Allah. We are making tawbah for having taken in place of his way of life, the way of the Yahud and Nasara, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah, you forgive us all the wrongs, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept this tawbah, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you guide us the way forward, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you give, give us the full tawfiq of following his Mubarak way of life, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah, you save us from all the evils, ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you guide us to your, ya Allah, pleasure, ya Allah. Keep us forever under the shade of your rahmat, ya Allah. Save us from ever coming under the shade of azab, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifaya kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you cure us and everybody, ya Allah. From our spiritual ailments, ya Allah. Ya Allah, cure us from our physical ailments, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those with any kind of difficulties, ya Allah. Financial difficulties, sorrow, grief. Worries, depression, Ilahul Alameen, out of your grace and mercy, ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant sukoon and itminan, ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib risk, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from every drop and grain of haram, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah. Make us conscious of death, ya Allah. That this reality is coming, ya Allah. We have no idea when death will meet us, ya Allah. We haven't prepared for that moment yet, ya Allah. We are not prepared, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, give us a topic of this preparation, ya Allah. Keep us forever ready for this, for this day, ya Allah. For that moment when Malakul Moth will suddenly appear, ya Allah. Ya Allah, then it will be too late for us to do anything, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you give us a topic of preparing now, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us a topic of making toba now, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us such a death at the time when our time comes, Ya Allah, that you are pleased with us at that time, Ya Allah. And we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Grant us death on Kamil Iman, Ya Allah. Grant us death on Tawbat and Nasuh, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the day of Qiyabat is a very severe day, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are too weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't take us to task on that day, Ya Allah. Give us the shade of your arsh on that day, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those of our parents who have passed away, Ya Allah, fill their covers with noor, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give them the highest stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Give them a special place in Allah, illiyin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those of our parents who are living, give barakat in their lives, barakat in their health. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to earn Jannah through service to them, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who ask us to make dua for them, grant them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in their lives, barakat in their wealth. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant them complete shifa from all their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who have raised their hands to this dua. Ya Allah, you don't know of each one's heart, Ya Allah. You know each one's needs and each one's cry, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Bless each one's heart with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Bless each one with your nisbat, Ya Allah. Make each one your wali, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are all in desperate need for you, Ya Allah. 
Ella, you become ours and make us yours, ya Allah. You become ours and make us yours, ya Allah. Ella, for too long we have been the slaves of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. Ella, all we got out of it was misery, ya Allah. We destroyed our dunya, ya Allah. We are destroying our akhirat, ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from this destruction, ya Allah. Ella, give us the tawfiq of ya Allah. Ya Allah, doing that which you are pleased with, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours and make us yours, ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, accept all the efforts of deen that are taking place, ya Allah. Ella, make it a means of hidayah spreading far and wide, ya Allah. Ella, accept the atikaf, ya Allah. Throughout the world where atikaf is taking place, accept it, ya Allah. Make it a means of earning your pleasure, ya Allah. Make it a means of earning your muhabbat, ya Allah. Make it a means of getting connected to you, ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, ya Allah, accept all the ibadah that was done in this Mubarak month, ya Allah. Out of your grace and mercy, overlook all the mistakes and faults, ya Allah. Allah. Enable us to use the rest of this Mubarak month in the correct manner, ya Allah. Allah. Grant us your forgiveness, ya Allah. Grant us your mercy, ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, all the good that Rasulullah asked for. Allah, we are also begging for all the good. Whatever he sought refuge from, Allah, grant us refuge as well, ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه معين والحمد لله رب العالمين